0: File on Premier. It's my joy to welcome you to The Leadership File, the show that aims to help you lead as Christ would have you lead, wherever he has placed you. I'm Andy Peck, your host, and whether you listen live on a Sunday or are one of the many thousands who catch up via the podcast, it's great that you can join us. The idea of business as mission has been gaining currency in recent decades as Christian leaders have realised that to bless a community we don't just bring the message of Christ verbally but also business enterprise which creates opportunities for people as well as becoming a vehicle for the gospel to be known. And one mission agency that's been promoting this is Operation Mobilisation, also known as OM which under the leadership of its founder George Vera developed a reputation for taking the gospels to some of the toughest parts of the world. In 2010, the OM leadership decided to launch a concerted effort to bring business as mission to its work around the world. And to date, they have a network of 104 businesses in 12 countries, with over $1.4 million invested. So great to welcome you, Mike, uh, to the Leadership Farm. Yeah, it's
1: good to see you, Andy. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Um, so, I mean, your own background in, in business, in quotes, is actually in agriculture, I understand.
1: Well, I'm an agriculturalist by training, but uh, really most of my life has been spent in missionary work uh, and some development in Iran, India, Bangladesh, Nepal, China. But some of the experiences in development led me to believe that business and business people could be a major force um, for change, for good, uh, in advance of the kingdom of Jesus.
0: So, I mean, I hinted in my introduction, the idea of business as mission is gaining currency but is that do you think that's widespread um in terms of fixed
1: acceptance of the approach i think that there's a widespread and growing acknowledgement that jesus is lord not only of the church and of prayer meetings and um, sort of a spiritual life but al- but also he's the lord of business and um i believe that business people are called by god to actually do business there. the business belongs to him and um so it is beginning to gain tread uh, across the world um and i'm excited to see that but in b4t we decided to explore um, what it might mean for the world today especially in terms of the great commission what does business really mean for that um all of the people that, although i'm not a business person and i never claim to be all of the people that i work with are business people and there are no missionaries involved except me and And when I first started this, uh, started to explore this eight years ago, I happened to meet up with a a Chinese-Malaysian businessman who was CEO of a billion-dollar company. He's a man called Raymond Yap, Um, and he'd just given that up when we met. And I said, why did you do that? You know, peak of your profession, highly influential as a Christian. Um, but we then began to sort of dream of a model, and um, we call this business for transformation, or B for T, for short. Um, and what we want to do is to is to see what we wanted to do is to see how business uh, could actually be used um, in itself as the mission.
0: So, can you unpack that for us a little bit?
1: Okay, so most businesses' mission um, attempts have been. By bringing expatriates in uh, to start businesses in other countries and it employs people and it you know the gospel is preached through the business, we decided to start at the opposite end, thinking that there are millions of believing business owners in countries where the gospel is not much preached or where there's great poverty poverty, but they are often very small businesses um and so we started to s- decided to focus on them at the other end of the scale there are huge numbers of people in more developed countries who've got a lot of experience skills they've got investment money and could we act as a sort of bridge between the two um does that make sense to, to yeah. uh, that uh, we would sort of act like an uber if you like sure. between um and so we that's what we began to explore, and you know we started off with the idea that the business is the mission it's not when you get time off from your business then you go and do ministry the business itself is the ministry and the business is designed in order to to make a what we call a kingdom a kingdom impact and we talked there about a spiritual impact um and that could be you know that you employ people who uh, have no knowledge of the gospel at all it could mean that your business is really discipling people and growing them Uh, so spiritual impact and economic impact and here we're talking more about employment in many of these situations people need a job you know and um, so that's a big deal social so we talk about four types of impact Uh, the spiritual economic uh, social and environmental social you know what is your business doing actually about employing orphans or widows or the trafficked or, or you know releasing people from abject poverty or you know. so in other words there's this kingdom impact is absolutely vital to our thinking on on uh, you know on each business that we that we focus, that we work with
0: so can you uh, sort of share some stories maybe some how how things worked in the early days or um well let, let me tell you
1: mm. you know i mean we've worked actually it's not 140 businesses it's 200 businesses now that we've worked with and investments of probably two million dollars into those businesses oh, wow. okay um beatrice um in Ghana, a wife of a pastor. Uh, she needed extra money for her family, so she decided to go into business. Her, her husband wasn't earning enough to live on, so she went into a family business, which was baking. And uh, she built these three great big mud ovens, and um, you know, at a very minimal cost. And um, she, but she decided off her own bat before we ever met her. You know, I I would like this is God's business. He's given it to me. I would like it to make an impact for for the gospel and uh, for people, among people who are really suffering. So she looked around her, and uh, there are hundreds of thousands of Muslim girls that come out of the north of Ghana um, into the big city of Kumasi, and uh, she decided that she would employ them. So she's now baking 3,000 loaves of bread a day, um, she has employed thirty girls of these girls to to bake the bread uh, and another thirty to actually sell the bread. And what she does is you know she says there are many of them are living on the streets. so she says come and just live in my bakery until you earn enough from your salary to be able to rent yourself you know accommodation And that's exactly what's happened, you know so now she's employing sixty girls um, those um many of them have now got their own accommodation and in the last year or so six of them have come to know Jesus as a result of working in her business and just watching her in her business so we met her and then and and uh, said hey Beatrice you've already got a transformational business why do you need us and she said you know what I need I I need some a bit more training in business and I also need some investment and we said, why? And she said, well, I just want to double the size of my business. And so it was an investment of $4,000 or something like that. And uh, we were absolutely delighted with this. And it was one of the seven businesses that we made ready for <clears throat> stakeholder investors to come and um, and look at. Well, it just happened that a friend of ours in, in Canada called Sue um, was had come into money and she really wanted to use it for the right purposes and i had told her about this um you know about this investor trip that was coming with seven businesses to look at she i then told her about beatrice and she said that one is mine you know nobody else is allowed to take that one uh, <laughs> right i i i um and so, you know, two weeks ago she was in Ghana and uh, she met Beatrice face-to-face and was absolutely thrilled to be able to yeah. invest in her business um, and in two other businesses as well at the same time. And, you know, we, Elsie and I talked to her on Skype uh, about a week ago and she was in tears she said you know this is it's just so exciting for me to be one of the pioneer investors in b4t investors into into ghana and um to be able to invest in beatrice's business well you know that'll be paid back in two years or so and uh, then she will have doubled the size of her business and be ready for the for the next challenge but we feel this is that Every part of this is is all you know. Sue belongs to God as well. She's she's a, she loves Jesus, and uh, she just wants to to use what God has given her. Beatrice wants to use what God has given her, and so um, that's just one example. I mean, I've got two hundred two hundred sure, sure. like that of different kinds, of, which I could go through if I have time, but uh, probably not. Or no, do you want me to go on? No,
0: tell well, no, it? that's no, that's <laughs> fascinating. We we're coming to a uh, you know to an ad break in a minute, right? But it's it's terrific to hear, like you say, um, everyone is winning in that, in that scenario, and it's just you know in a sense you're you're enabling connections to take place, where you know people you know in the middle of Ghana who who wouldn't know where to look. No, uh, you, you've been enabled enabling that to happen.
1: Yeah, it's it's exciting from both sides. You know, I mean it it. It has totally revolutionised the lives of some of the people who go as investors. We call them stakeholders yeah. um, on a trip, and you know they come away in tears to think that just this small amount of investment is really going. I think that was about four thousand, five thousand yeah. dollars investment, and it'll all come back to Sue, and um, it, or it'll come back to her and then she gets a choice of what she wants to do with it. Does it go back and continue to be invested? And in a number of countries now, we've got a rolling pot of investment that just goes out, in and out, in and out. As soon as it comes in from a business, it goes into another one.
0: Fabulous. we well, are listening to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Mike Lythe. Uh, Mike is the uh, <clears throat> Director of Business for Transformation, B4T. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to the Leadership Farm with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by Mike Lythe. He's the director of Business for Transformation, B4T, uh, a ministry that came under the auspices of, of Operation Mobilisation. Mike was has been a former missionary, uh, was uh, able to connect a number of uh, uh, business uh, owners, business investors, uh, and people who need the help of uh, of investment uh, from. In, in some of the poorest countries in the world, and we're talking about the the way that developed, and uh, some of the stories connected with that, and some of the philosophy behind it. Um, so, so, Mike, your your kind of role within all this is 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 to be a kind of. A broker to some degree, a a
1: coordinator. coordinator. You know, we have a core team of, of mm. eight, all of whom are very successful business mm. people, or have been, and um, they get, they get really excited about this, so they they get involved. I sort of do bits of coordination, and I work in in the real leadership of that alongside this guy Raymond Yap, who's this multi-millionaire mm. businessman um, who's now giving giving his life to to B for tea and, and developing it. He's working mainly in Asia, um, and I'm focusing on Africa and Western and Central Asia. Right. But we work together. I mean, you know, every, <clears throat> it's a total virtual team. So we do everything um, over the internet.
0: Yeah. and so it's not a it's not a charity as such in terms of you're not you're not fundraising to support stuff because you're you're just facilitating things. You don't, uh, I think you've said on your on your website you don't. None of you take a salary or have any uh, financial gain from what you're doing.
1: No, none none of us. Uh, the, you know, there's a certain a certain amount of money that's needed just to develop this. Of course, you know. Right now we're in we're in. Uh, four countries in Africa but we're being asked to go up into the Sahel and and so on so in order to do to do that we need expenses money for for device effectively strategic development but mm. but for nothing else you know we, we don't we don't take any salary and and, and the, and the um, it, it's exciting that that the you know the investors pay their own way everybody pays their own way so it's absolutely minimal minimal cost for massive gain yeah
0: um, and do, 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 typically, do people uh, do mission agencies in in countries know about you and bring folk to you? or do you in, do you in go, some
1: places they do? Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to have a certain type of missionary who believes that this is a valid approach, yes. Um, and so, in some places, it, they definitely invite us. They tell us, "Please come in, work alongside us, do do your thing that you do." Um, but it, which is all business. Um, and then sometimes they will actually get involved, for example, in spiritual mentorship of these bus- these business owners. Uh, I mean, our goal eventually is to is to have an ecosystem of people who love Jesus, who run businesses, and they get together and they begin to transform. Um, you know, whole communities, because you've got, if you have one business, it makes an impact on, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 people. But if you have 50 of these businesses, you know, your whole community just starts to change. You know, our ultimate goal is to, is to build the Church of Jesus um, in these countries, so that they can do the work of, uh, of fulfilling the Great Commission. Yeah. And but they need to be strengthened and business is the best way to do it because the the, the business owners retain their dignity this is not handouts uh, there is you know they have to pay interest um and uh, but we spend an awful lot of time going working through their business and making sure the business can repay loans and that sort of thing
0: yeah um i mean i was going to ask you um you know, a question based around the fact, you know, Jesus said no one can serve two masters, God and money, and whether it was easy for business leaders to keep an eye on kingdom concerns. But I think what you're saying is kind of made that question a little redundant because you're you're not saying that there's there's a separation between the word side of of mission and the the business side of mission. You see them the two as as being very much of of, of a piece
1: absolutely you know i think it's a false theology uh, if we separ- separate the sacred and the secular god calls a businessman to business he calls a person who's a preacher to preaching um and yet then not one is hugely greater than the other but all of us are called to the great to the great commission and uh, i think that there's an opening <clears throat> i'm really thrilled by this that there, there's an increase in understanding that Jesus is Lord, not just of the church and all this, the, the, the stuff that goes on in there, but he's also the Lord of business. He's also the Lord of the family. What does that mean? Uh, he's also the Lord of the arts. And so I can be, I'm called. You know, my vocation, my calling from God could be business. It could be in the arts. It could be into preaching. And uh, I think that God calls all of us. We're none of us not called.
0: Um, and some of the typical challenges you face, Mike, as you've um, as you've been yeah, doing this work?
1: I've probably probably our biggest challenge is, is the B4T developer. That's the person on the ground. Um, this has to be a, a skilled business person with a real nose for business to say that's going to succeed, that's going to fail, mm-hmm. um, who's willing willing to give three years to the cause. Effectively, they have to be self-sustaining. They can be an expatriate or they can be a national but at that level, this is not self-sustaining. I mean, down the road, we, we, we charge the businesses also a finder's fee and things like that, which generates a little bit of income. And if you've got enough businesses turning over, you can eventually pay a national salary, which I think is great. And we'd like to go that way. <clears throat> but finding these people um, is not easy. You know, I mean, one of, one of them is right now is Katherine. Catherine. She was the head of DHL for Asia, got the challenge to come and be a B4T developer. She's now in Nepal. She's living on 6% of her previous salary and just slogging away. You know, And to find the entrepreneur has to go through, she had to go through 70 businesses before she found one that really fit the bill in terms of you know, the the spirituality of the owner, the fact that they could actually run a business um, and that they're really committed to kingdom impact. Um, so that person is absolutely crucial. And then actually the second challenge would be finding the right entrepreneurs. You know, it took her 70 businesses to find the first one. On average, we reckon we reject 10 businesses before we pick the right one. We say that what we can do is we can, we cannot help the deserving, but we can help the capable, and and uh, they will help the deserving. So we focus on small and medium-sized enterprises, which is the great missing middle in many many developing countries. Well, you know, in a country like the UK, ninety-five percent of all businesses are small and medium-sized enterprises. Yeah, they employ sixty-five percent of the workforce. In poor country and in a poorer poorer countries um there is a huge num, a huge number of very very small businesses which barely keep people alive and there's, there's uh, quite a lot of very large businesses but there is nothing in the middle there which is the the vital driving force of economics i mean this is i get this all out of these business guys it's very exciting to work with them but um so we really focus on those small and medium-sized enterprises the the job makers rather than the job seekers
0: and you're interested in agriculture that obviously there's some of these some of this ministry can be through businesses that have a agricultural bent no doubt
1: many many of them are agricultural businesses have I got time for one more story yes please do yes okay there's a group of farmers in myanmar 15 of them and our T developer there who is a remarkable character a very experienced business person he went in and he heard that they were depressed in this village and he found that the church was falling down of The because um, it was a Christian village and uh, he went in and did some research and found out that what had happened was that all of them had got into the hands of loan sharks you know you go to a loan shark if you have an emergency operation or if you have a wedding that's coming up and you can't pay for it and then you're in their grip and um, many of the uh, – all of these farmers had to sell their rice as soon as they they, they uh, reaped it, which is the lowest possible price, of course, for rice. So he went in and, and worked with them on a business plan where they could actually have a, a rice bank. They could get out of the hands of loan sharks. And, you know, the total cost of that investment was around $26,000, I think. Uh, to do that and they they, and you know two years later they paid all that money back the church is great they're they're saving money together as as a community for a children's health center all of their houses are being rebuilt some of them are uh, beginning to grow rice for um, seed which is a higher price and and the whole village is just come alive alive you know just as a result of business and that money's come back again and now it's going out to other businesses that's what i find really exciting oh,
0: it's fabulous this is this is the kingdom of god in action very much isn't it
1: i think so and and what's exciting is that we are not making them dependent these guys have paid interest on their money hey you know they, they can stand up straight and and uh, retain their dignity
0: Mike, we could, we could spend much more time, but sadly time has indeed f- defeated us. But there's enough time just to maybe share the, um, the website address and, uh, and, and the kind of folk that you're looking to connect with.
1: Well, we're looking for b t developers to give their lives. Are there any, is there anybody out there who's got three years that they could give and they're an experienced business person, they're willing to work in very primitive conditions and, and work for nothing um, or somehow support themselves? We need subject matter experts, you know, because increasingly you've got a, say, a farm, farming chickens, and if we could put them in touch with somebody who's got a lot more experience and wisdom that they could consult with. We're looking for marketers for products. I'm looking particularly for a hazelnut spread from Turkey, which could turn into a huge business down the road. Um, People with wide business experience, women and men, a vision who are ready to explore um, and commit themselves to how business could really be used, for example, all the way up through Africa and into Western Central Asia. Um, business mentors, um, trainers. So we're looking for a lot of different people. Yes, we're looking for investors as well. And But we tell them, investors, don't please invest in, you know, your last penny in this uh, only if God has given you extra uh, because it's risky. But, hey, it's worth it. The rewards are immense. One investor recently said to me, that is the best investment I have ever made in my life. So <laughs> That's fabulous to hear. And contact through the website or directly to me, at, uh, Mike, M-I-K-E dot L-Y-T-H at B4T dot org, O-R-G. That's B4T is B numeral 4T dot org.
0: Fabulous. Well, thank you, Mike, so much for
1: for being with us. Hey, like this. Andy, thank you so much for 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 reaching out. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, you'll be listening to Leadership File with me, Andy Peck, and joined this week by Mike Lythe. again. Look forward to your company again next Sunday at 3:30. Thanks for tuning in.